Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of The Bob Pod. I'm Bob. Our guest today is Mia Lair, an incredibly talented and accomplished landscape architect who, among other projects, was the designer of our beautifully restored Beverly Gardens Park. We'll be back with Mia in a few minutes, but first a few announcements. We're well into the holiday season here in Beverly Hills. Our holiday decorations and lighting are up, they're beautiful, our streets are vibrant. So come out and enjoy our decorations and lighting through the end of the year. Come out and enjoy the festive atmosphere that we have here in town. We're going to be having a town hall with our new police chief, Mark Stainbrook, yes. The new chief is in town. That town hall meeting will be December 12th. You can attend it live in the Civic Center across from City Hall at 11 a.m., or you can attend it virtually via Zoom at 1 p.m. There will be a test of our new emergency siren system on December 13th at 4 p.m., so if all goes well with our test, December 13th at 4 p.m., you should hear that siren. Our next Wellness Wednesday will be December 15th at 8 a.m. at Equinox. We're going to have a yoga class there, and then people are invited to stay on to use the facilities at Equinox. The next first Thursday will be January 6th. And then in a large event for the city of Beverly Hills, Freeze Week in Beverly Hills, that International Art Fest will be starting on February 17th. Now on to our guest for today, Mir Lehrer. Uh, Mir is so accomplished, I feel like I do have to begin with something of an introduction. Uh, Mir was born in El Salvador. She went to Tufts. She received a BA in environmental design from Tufts, went on to the Harvard Graduate School of Design, where she received a Master of Landscape Architect. And then what she managed to do was to professionally to combine those two areas to specialize in sustainable landscapes. And she's worked on, has been the designer for many notable projects, the Annenberg Beach House in Santa Monica, the Los Angeles River Greenway and Bike Path, the Los Angeles River Revitalization, the Water and Life Museum in Hemet, and of course, our Beverly Gardens Park. So many people from our city and our community were involved in the Beverly Gardens restoration. And so I'd like to thank from city staff, Mandana Matahari, Nancy Hunt Coffey, David Gerard, Stephanie Harris, Octavio Morales, Dana Beeson, and Shauna Epstein, I'd like to thank our community volunteers and generous donors, Steve Gordon, Annette Sala, Deborah Frank, Franny Rennie, Gabby Reams Alexander, the Erica Glazier Family Foundation, the Resnick Foundation, Robbie Anderson, Lawrence Field, and John and Lily Bossy. But you were the lead designer for this project. So, so tell us, how did you first get involved with the project? Well, I first got involved with the project by getting a, a call from Mr. Gordon, who was uh, looking to sort of understand better some possibilities also at another uh, project of his, and then started talking about it. My eyes lit up. Beverly Hills is, is a very special place. I always talk about Los Angeles being a series of cities, a series of villages, and this is one that really, you know, is on the world stage. 
And I thought it was in need of uh, some attention um, and love. It happened to coincide with some work I was doing at UCLA. So the call and then the meetings with the, with uh, some of the other uh, sort of advocates and uh, and also some of the city staff, it became a project. Initially, of course, a, what is it that we can do and how do we, you know, the, when the city was founded and the city was designed, it was an incredibly well thought out plan. These wonderful streets of, with housing that actually then led to a series of parks along, the, you know, as a sort of a corridor of parks and that you had to traverse to get to your civic and retail and, and, and office complexes. And it was like, you know, a village within a, you know, within a larger context with all the benefits of the larger context, whether it's, you know, Century City or, or Westwood or downtown LA or the beach, there was, there, this, this has such, it's such a beautiful network. And, uh, and I had done also a lot of gardens in Beverly Hills and in, in the Bel Air area. And it just seemed like a, a wonderful uh, sort of combination of, of my experience and my skills and just like being able to do a collection of cactus in the, uh, or being able to really think through given the issues that we're all living climate and climate change and uh, how to manage water and how to really uh, bring people to these spaces. Because I, you know, most people travel through Santa Monica Boulevard and they just think, oh, that, that it's a, basically a little greenway. They don't get out of their cars to realize you can walk and jog and that it's, they're wide blocks and they're deep blocks, you know, 300, 200 feet. And they're like significant. They are a place where people really enjoy now. And, you know, you got your tourists coming, of course, and to the sign. And of course it's an Instagrammable moment. And it, it I think in general, it's a wonderful combination given some of the improvements that had happened along the streets like Rodeo Drive and how people, you know, live, work and play or visit this place. I was incredibly in, impressed with the gumption with which, you know, art and contemporary art is been brought in and really integrated into the park along with the restoration, you know, it's a cultural heritage monument. So it's something to remember. <laughs> and and, uh, and it yet is so relevant. It's not one they have to tiptoe around. It's one that you can really take advantage of. Uh, you said several things there that uh, really heartened me. One is you mentioned that Beverly Hills was a planned city and a, and a well-planned city, and it really was. People don't always appreciate that. We actually just celebrated a belated Arbor Day. It was postponed because of COVID. Yeah. But our beautiful tree-lined streets were in there from the very beginning in terms of the plan of the city. And you also talk about people experiencing the city by getting out of their cars and walking through things like Beverly Gardens Park. And that's so important that people do that. Uh, you may have done this already because you were speaking about this, but um, what was your vision for the restoration? And did we manage to achieve it? So, you know, the vision for the restoration was 
to actually bring back what it was originally intended to be, to use some contemporary materials, to make sure that there were appropriate benches, that there were the paths with properly sort of set up for walking, for jogging, for people with double strollers, and to really make it very, you know, community family friendly. It was 113 years old when we took it over. So it, it needs to be another 100 years uh, in, in such good shape. So we used the stone that actually reminded me of Central America, the volcanic stone to line the cactus to, to protect them because they're so beloved, those palms and those cactus that they somehow get spirited away sometimes in the evenings. And so we wanted to make sure that everything was well set and well positioned. The other thing that was contemporary and was lighting. You know, how do we actually light this place to be able to be used at, in the early evening as you're finishing your jogging, walking, but also to feel a level of safety, but also to actually highlight the beautiful uh, collections of plants that in the trees. There are two benefits of COVID when it comes to this park. One is people are loving it, right? Groups of people walk and jog on this park all the time. In groups, you know, it's just like really been amazing to see the last year. The trees were always incredibly well maintained. We built six plazas all around the perimeter, new plazas, and then, you know, did it with in the spirit of the 1960s architecture and landscape architecture, worked there with Brenda Levin. It was a wonderful experience. And we planted a, a lot of trees. And whether it's there or at SoFi Stadium or other projects that we've been working on, you know, they're understaffed. The, 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 you know, it's, it's hard. Everything is taking longer to build. A lot of the people in the construction industry are suffering uh, from sort of a lag of time, whether it's materials not arriving on time or the inability to find the right skill set for what you need. I'm very excited and I'm very excited for the walks in with some of you to really talk through what you think and what you see. Yeah, and I know that actually we are trying to schedule an opportunity for the two of us to take a yes. walk through the park to, just to make sure that it's being properly maintained yes. so that it will be with us for the next hundred years and, and, uh -huh. and more. But also here's an opportunity too, right before Freeze Week in Beverly Hills, on one of those Wellness Wednesdays, we're going to be having what we're calling an art walk to be able to see some of the art, but that's going to take us through Beverly Gardens Park. So maybe you'll be able to come back out and join us for that uh, walk through Beverly Gardens Park uh, sometime in February to be scheduled still. Um, I, I know that this project and your work has won a variety of awards. Can you, can you tell us something about that? A number of us uh, went up to the Bay Area to celebrate the Historic Monument Status Award. And this year, we got the Los Angeles Historic Preservation Awards. I think everybody's recognizing the fact that the place is uh, really relevant. There were a number of people that worked like on the fountains, for example, um, and did some of the beautiful restoration work with love and with their own hands back in their, you know, studios. And so I think uh, the tile work, the stone work, um, and all, all, all the like details that were sort of, were, that shine now are all there. 
And you know, I'm I'm hoping to be there for freeze and see, yes. you know, and um, and eventually, you know, maybe there can be some Shakespeare in the park. Oh, that would be beautiful, right? We're making you know through, and I look forward to meeting with some of the the team in the city to talk through what are some of the other you know other sort of aspects of the park that they they think what works and what could work better. Right. Looking at your background, looking at how you've combined uh, the environmental sustainability and the landscape architect, do you have a vision? Do you um, how would you like to see Los Angeles um, twenty years from now or whatever? I think uh, that the the wonderful climate in Southern California, uh, and you know the beautiful blue sky that allows us to you know harness uh, solar power and uh, allow, allowed us to take advantage of, sol- of wind farms in, you know, in, in the perimeter of our city, um, as well as hydropower and other aspects of sort of the larger picture. And here I'm, I'm trying to speak because I am on the commission for uh, the Department of Water and Power. I'm one of five commissioners, um, five women commissioners. I usually had to have to convince people that all this makes sense, you know, to be thinking about our, you know, our impact on the land and what we eat and how we behave and how we, we use water and really trying to, to think outside the box and be more frugal about certain issues. That here I am and I'm just being given all this incredible richness of information and I feel that we're very well taken care of, and there's a lot of redundancies there in our system, but we have to care about the next generation. We have to care about our children, our grandchildren, our friends. Be mindful of how much water we use. You know, talk to our gardeners and our horticulturalists and just, you know, really have the right conversations. Um, and make sure that we we attend to and care for each other in that way. Um, what cars we drive, staying healthy, eating well. I know that there's an effort in your fair city to start thinking about maybe growing some food in some of the roofs in, in Beverly Hills. I love that. I've been working with schools, for example, and I don't have to tell Beverly Hills much of this they've already done, which is, you know, really trying to, to take it to heart that we have to get rid of the asphalt. We have to give these schools playgrounds. We have to change. We have to take care. We have to take advantage of the sun and we have to be more frugal about how we live on this planet. I was really lucky to end up at Harvard in the 19. 19- uh, 70s when uh, this, the, you know, there were some amazing people that were doing work around Ian McCart being one and then also a fantastic uh, group that is now in Redlands that developed uh, the computer systems like GIS, when you look on your phone, comes from a landscape architect because he understood how the world worked. And so um, Jack Dangerman and Ian McCart were around when I was around and it was just, you know, it was, we all took it in and um, we were all, you know, we hope we're making a difference. Um, and uh, I've appreciated it. It's, it's, it's just been wonderful to end up in a place of, you know, that some people might shy away from because it's a place of such, such privilege when one could be doing work elsewhere and 
in my attitude was, wow, 23 blocks, you know, 1.9 miles. I mean, you know, we can get this done. Let's do it. And so um, I'm grateful and thank you. And thank you for inviting me. And I guess you're a Dumbo. Are we Dumbos or Jumbos? I forget. Okay. Well, well, you're a Jumbo, a Tufts graduate. It was, uh, we spoke a little bit before the BOP. It was my girlfriend who went to Tufts. I was going to Columbia, but uh, oh. She she was a jumbo, and I think there even was a bar right next to campus, right? The the, the jumbo. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. But anyway, um, what what a wonderful way to uh, come yes. to the end of this Bob Pod, Amelia. Thank you so much uh, for being our guest. Um, for people who've been to Beverly Gardens Park before, go again. If you haven't been there, take the walk through it. Uh, all of the Bob Pods, all of the Bob Pods are available at beverlyhills.org/slash/bobpod. So you can enjoy this one there, or you can enjoy, stream the other Bob Pods as well. Mia, thank you again so much for being here, and stay tuned for future episodes of the Bob Pod. Thank you. Thank you very much.